Hi there, and welcome to the Men Inside Show, the place online where you discover everything you need to know about men. And welcome to the Men Inside Show podcast, where we interview men about what's in their mind and heart, where we put them on the spot and really try to get to know them their dreams and fears, desires and hopes, and views on women and relationships. And as usual, I'm your host, Anna Rova, a digital nomad traveling the world, the male soul hunter. And today I'm recording from Ibiza, the famous Ibiza. And uh, behind me, you can see a very beautiful view of Ibiza and Ibiza shore. And today I come to you to present the next episode of the show, which is called The Dude Panel Guy, episode number 42. And we talked to Obi Okorugo, who is the host and also the founder, the co-founder of The Dude Panel. It's a podcast and a website um, where basically these two awesome guys answer questions uh, from women about men. And I met Obi when I was in Colombia in Medellin and we just talked and, you know, I thought I'd interview him because he had really good insights about women and about men as well. And I'm going to be on their podcast soon as well. So. I highly encourage you to listen to this episode. It's coming up. Obi is a really, really cool guy. He's Nigerian, he's American, but half Nigerian as well. And basically I ask him questions about what have they learned about women and what kind of questions they receive from women. So basically the whole, their whole podcast is about on every single episode, they discuss a topic and answer women's questions. So it's pretty cool. And you know, I ask him what is the strangest questions they receive? What is the most popular one? You'd be surprised it's about sex. Uh, well, obviously, um, and it's very, very cool. And then we talk about you know, I asked him for some practical tips on uh, for women on how to attract the great guy and be in a great relationship. And he's a really, really fun guy, super intelligent, super deep. So we talked about femininity a little bit as well. So go ahead and check it out, and um, I'll see you on the other side. Bye. So today we talked to Ob Okorugo. I can't even pronounce that last name. And you did uh, it perfectly, actually. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. Hi, Obi. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing really, really well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> okay. That was a huge compliment. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to pronounce your last name. But anyways, to give a, to give a background to the audience, Obi and Dave have this awesome podcast called The Dude Panel, where they just basically answer questions uh, from women about men. And it's an incredible podcast. I love how you guys just, you know, just answer random questions. Well, not random, but, uh, and you know, you're fun, you're very casual and stuff like that. And the most important is that you guys have, we share the same mission, you know, we help women understand men. I'm just doing it in a different way. So I, we thought, you know, it's, uh, it would be great if we come together and just talk on, about it and um, see what, what you learn and stuff like that. And your YouTube channel is great as well. Some of the videos have more than uh, 300,000 views and you have some popular videos like 47 weird things men love about women or God, do guys like uh, fat women or top 10 turn-ons for guys and others. So mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And so I love I love that about you and uh, what, what you guys are doing. And uh, to tell all the listeners at the end of the interview, Obi is going to tell us about one of their special programs that they have put together for women. And uh, yeah, but that's going to be in the end. So Obi, before we get into the interview, what I usually do, I read out very quickly uh, your profile, kind of to boost okay. your ego a little bit Uh-oh. and to get, <laughs> to get you into the mood. So, okay, Obi is 32, he's a writer, and he's Nigerian and American. He just told me that he came back from Nigeria, and uh, which is a very, uh, well, you tell me about it, very different place, and you had a cultural experience as well. Yes, yes, it's a very challenging place, uh, but uh, 
yeah, it's it is my culture. I'm first generation, mm-hmm. and uh, though I was born in the states, uh, I am a Nigerian citizen, and so I I've I go back and I've lived there for many years, and uh, it's it's always good to go back to and experience my culture. But yes, it's, it's it was very challenging. Okay, cool. Um, and so on his bucket list, he has some of the things. I'm not going to read the whole list because he provided me with like 300 things, but some of the cool, cool <laughs> things. You said bucket that... list. It's like you the yeah, whole bucket. Well, yeah, you did the right thing, uh, but I just picked some of them. So he wants to meditate from outer space overlooking the earth. He wants to create beauty that gives value 500 years from now. He wants to levitate. Film and be in a fight scene on wires. He wants to win an Olympic gold medal. Uh, that's a pretty cool bucket list, uh, by the way. And uh, his motto is full baby or bust. And some additional benefits, which obviously I loved, is that uh, women, he says that women love that he loves Cunilingus, which is going down on women. And you're kind of getting pretty popular around uh, being the master of uh, getting down on women. So, yeah, that's uh, that's very interesting. <laughs> I find that women are often really surprised at how much I love it. Maybe because other guys don't as much. I don't know. I'm not really sure what that. Yeah, what I think that's that's pretty. Well, I wouldn't say rare because I I know uh, quite a few guys who also love it. I think it just you know because it's taboo, so we don't necessarily think about it. All right, so let's get into the interview, uh, Obi. And before I ask you about the uh, story of the dude panel and your show and all of that, the first question I always ask on the show is, uh, what do you find attractive in a woman? Uh, so, I mean, obviously, there's physical things that I love about women. And, you know, the first thing I notice about a woman is her eyes. But the thing that I'm probably most attracted to about women is this kind of, like, this, the kind of femininity of a woman, like this, this kind of uh, tenderness this softness, the and, and when I say these things, I don't mean to be. I don't, I'm not saying like women are passive, but I mean like this kind of. Um, there's a polarity between men and women, and uh, when a woman is really in her, just kind of like full on woman femininity, I just that for me just it just melts everything <laughs> in me. I just get so turned on uh, because I don't know. It's being that as a guy, it's very easy to just be like bro rough blah, 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 like non-emotional you know just purpose purpose doing my thing uh but when i'm around women there's like this i feel like another part of me is open is like unlocked like there's another part of me that's kind of opened up and women kind of help me kind of uh open up that part of myself and you can call it the emotional part or uh i don't know something but there's something that's open there's something that's like blossomed in me and, and and I just love that. I love I love how women can do that so easily. <laughs> so Obi, tell us uh, what is this dude panel thing about? And in fact, you know, when I was thinking of the vision of the Man Inside show, one of the parts that I wanted to do is actually I was thinking, you know, what about having a panel of dudes, just regular guys, whatever, and where women could submit questions and just ask, you know. What do I do here? What do guys think about that? What should I do? And then here you are. It's called Dude Panel. <laughs> so uh, tell us about the Dude Panel and your personal story as well. Uh, well, Dude Panel was created about in like 2008 or so. Um, it came from the fact that I would have a lot of conversations with women and uh, I would get feedback afterwards. And, and maybe this is another tip. Men love getting feedback from women. We, we love hearing about what you think, about what we said, about what we do, about what we thought. Like, uh, that's, it's a big thing. And so I was getting a lot of feedback from, 
from my lady friends and they would just say that they really enjoyed these conversations they would have with me and they, they enjoyed my insight and the things that I would say and they would say that they don't have this opportunity to have these kind of conversations regularly with men um, in an unbiased, just pure on vulnerable way. And so I really thought about that and I thought about how uh, most of the interactions between men and women is usually either like dating or sexual or something in that manner. And unless you have like a really, really close friend, and I don't even mean like a brother because even a brother can be biased or a father <laughs> can be biased, but just a real honest interaction with a man that's not trying to fuck you really <laughs> uh, is I think is, is unique. And so I, I thought, okay, well, how can we create a situation, create a, uh, a, a dynamic where that is, is where that can happen. And so that's when the idea for dude panel came up. And in fact, it was actually invited to some other kind of, um, uh, it was like an organization where women were helping each other understand men. And so they invited me to talk in front of this group of women. And I started talking and I was answering questions and I would see how the women would just open up like mm -hmm. their whole, if they heard something that was helpful or powerful, they would just blossom. They would open up. And that really did something to me. I would see that and I was like, wow, I want to, I want to do that all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I want to I talk to women and be in front of women and, <laughs> and, and, and see that and witness that be in the presence of that, that, that blossoming, you know? Awesome. Awesome. I love this story. Okay. And then my thing kind of started in the same way, you know, because I saw the lag because I was always very open with guys, you know, just, like I'm having a conversation with you. That's, that's just like any conversation I would have with a guy, but I felt like this is like these conversations don't happen often enough, you know, and no, people no. because there's so much insecurities involved and stuff like that. But anyway, so then, okay, so you started this and then you met, met Buddha and then you guys started this podcast and a YouTube channel. Is that is that right? Well, the YouTube channel existed. I had made a bunch of videos, but I kind of, you know, I made the first batch and I just kind of left them there for a few years. I didn't really do anything with it. And then when I, when I met Buddha, he, I guess, saw my channel and he loved it. And then he kind of encouraged me. He was like, yeah, man, let's do more of this. Mm -hmm. And and so I was like, okay. And so that kind of started, like I guess, the second phase of Dude Panel. And we really started making a lot more videos. And for a while, we were doing videos every day. And then that kind of turned into the podcast. And then we started doing the podcast once a week. And and here we are. It's just it's just the, the growth, I guess. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you produce like a hundred episodes now, and I, I look through some of the reviews, and women just love it, and I think exactly because of that, because they have some guys out there that don't want to fuck them, you know, don't want anything from them. They're just answering questions, you know, and then you yeah. have some really cool programs that we're going to talk about later. Okay, so what I'm interested in, uh, based on your experience, because you're answering questions from women all the time, what mm -hmm. are some of the most popular questions you get? <clears throat> Funny enough, um, anything that has to do with blowjobs is <laughs> is a very popular subject. I feel like women seem to have a lot of insecurities around blowjobs. Okay. And me being a guy that really loves receiving blowjobs, I feel like it's my mission to help women understand and and also love giving blowjobs. And I, and I like for example, uh, a woman I dated a few years ago, uh, I noticed that we would have sex and she wouldn't give me blowjobs. And or she would give me a blowjob and then she wouldn't go. She would just kind of like lick it a couple times and then move on. And I was like, hey, I love blowjobs. What's the deal here? You know, I didn't say it like that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she told me she was like, you know, I had a, I had, I had an ex 
boyfriend who told me that I didn't do a very good job or that I like used a lot of teeth or whatever. Aww. And so she became scared and so she didn't want to do that. And so I realized that women have these insecurities and we all have insecurities, but there's a lot of insecurities around that. Uh, and so uh, we get a lot of questions and, and I like to kind of uh, smooth that over. Yeah. Uh, and you also get what I noticed because I listened uh, to a couple of your episodes. A lot of the questions are sexual in nature, which absolutely makes sense. You know, um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff there about dating, whatever. We can talk to our girlfriends and maybe we can ask some questions about dating or relationships to our brothers or friends. But I think the sexual questions are the ones that are most, um, you know, taboo, so to say. You're not going to go to any of your guy friends and say, hey, how do I do this blowjob well, you know? So you Sex get a lot of those, right? I think what I, the reason why I love talking about sex is because kind of like you mentioned it, sex is a really taboo thing. For some reason, we feel like we can't talk about sex and we have the most insecurities around sex than I feel like anything else in our lives. Our bodies and sex seem to be the thing that it's, it's kind of, it's just, there's a lot of insecurities there. And so we get a lot of questions about sex. And of course, I love talking about sex and sex is a fun subject. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I feel like it's just really important to make this something that's okay to just discuss. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I don't have any reservations talking about it. I think it can be done in a, in a way that is not too explicit. And I think you guys do a good job around it. You know, it's not mm -hmm. like too much. So that's, that's awesome. I mean, you know, kudos to you guys for doing that because, you know, it's you one... Yeah, but you ahead. too. No, I remember. I remember our dinner, uh, and I, I one thing that I talked about. I told Buddha afterwards, and I was like, I remember we were talking, and and somehow sex came up, and you were very so open about it, and you were just telling me about your history, your past, and like how you approached it before, and you didn't have any kind of. I noticed that you didn't have any weird feelings, but you weren't like trying to hide anything, and I I felt that. I was, really refreshing and I was like this is not a conversation I want to have about this this is kind of how I feel like sex, sex conversation should be and, yeah. and I feel like I mean absolutely right and I feel that men love when women and you guys talk about it all the time that how women should be just more open about it you know and just talk more about it and express their feelings express their desires in bed and all that stuff but anyway sex is a whole different subject the main thing is that you and me I mean you and me and you know Dave we're all on the same mission to basically like open up the subject to people so we can talk about it openly on social media and everywhere else uh, so that's awesome okay now I have a question about the most weird questions you get on the show because I bet you have a lot of these as well do you remember some of the like really strange questions I mean you get strange questions you know one of the questions on your what 100th episode was like I caught my boyfriend masturbating to a Facebook uh, profile picture or something, I was like, whoa, that's intense. So what do you yeah. think about that? <laughs> um, yeah, we get, we get a lot of different questions. Uh, I, I remember one question was like, how do I, like, I'm having an affair with a married man. How do I get him to leave his wife oh, <laughs> for me? That was, that was uh, an interesting question. Uh, there was one question that we actually, I think we posted recently where the woman was like, uh, my, my, uh, my boyfriend, his his, her, his dad passed away, and her, his mom is living with him. And I can't, I don't, I don't like that at all. How do I get her out of the house? Like, like oh my for me, I think God. the weirdest, I think the weirdest questions are those questions that seem a little, uh, I don't know, morally ambiguous or or uh, harsh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love that. 
So before we get into the awkward jar and break the ice, Ooh, although there's nothing sorry. to break, uh, I know you're excited about the awkward jar, everybody I is, but I, I like <laughs> uh, tell me, let's say two or three of your most popular episodes that you guys have in case women want to check your podcast out, which I highly recommend because it's a one thing listening to me interviewing men, it's a completely different thing listening to men actually answering the questions. So what are some of the, pop just write it on, at the top of your head, like what do you think are some of the popular episodes that you have and women should check out well our most popular episode is our first episode where we talk about the five stages of blowjob uh <laughs> we, we could, uh that one for some reason every women reference that all the time which i told you like women love this blowjob topic yeah. so that's episode number one uh i think episode number 26 or 27 uh is an episode where we were talking there's this guy this woman asked this question about this guy that she was dating that talks to him talk Talks about himself in the third person. He refers to himself like, like it's like Obi's about to go for a run. <laughs> what He's going to go fuck? make himself some dinner. Obi really likes you. Like, <laughs> he, and wow, okay. And, and not only that, but he also would, he would pay for dinner, but then he wouldn't have enough money to take a taxi ride home. So he would ask her for money to get home. And so for me, that question was just so funny. It was just so random and weird that I think me and Buddha had a really great time <laughs> discussing it. And so it's just, I feel like if, if you want to listen to a very entertaining, funny episode, listen that would to be, that. that would okay. Be cool. Okay. Yeah. okay. Awesome. So. Well, I'm going to link to these two in, um, you know, in the show notes so that women can go and check them out. So that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, also episode 100, that was a, that was a kind of a longer right. one that we did. And I think there's a there's, that was pretty entertaining as yeah, well. Yeah, there's some good stuff there as well. Awesome. Okay, great. So, uh, Obi, are you ready for the awkward jar? I am ready for the awkward jar. Okay. So, the one that I have for you is uh, Obi. Uh, it's a known fact that Cyrus International, which is the world's largest sperm bank, has, <laughs> okay. has started turning away red-headed donors. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I found that and I was like, mm, that's a good one for Obi. I bet he has a good answer. So, Obi, what, what, is, what is your theory on why? <laughs> well, because redheads don't have souls. Isn't that true? <laughs> that's and true, so yeah. How, okay. How can you make a baby? If you made a baby, it would only have half a soul. The soul. And, I and hope there's no redheads listening to this episode. That is probably... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kind of child you'd have with with only half a soul. Uh, <laughs> okay. I had a redhead tell tell me that they don't have. It's not that they don't have souls, that they take other people's souls. Oh wow! So yeah, we don't want that. We don't want donors like that. Who wants a donor like that? So <laughs> I, you know, they they made the right decision there. Okay. Awesome. Well. You did very well, Obi. That, that was easy. That was easy. Very cool answer. Thank you very much for being vulnerable, you know, uh, letting yourself being put on the spot. Okay, cool. All right. So now we get into the second part of the show, which is going to be a quick one. And uh, what I'm interested in as well, because I was thinking what to ask you. And I think what are, let's say, the top two, three things that uh, women should know about men and through your whole journey. And I know, you know, you have many topics, I mean, much, a lot of content on this and you've answered a lot of questions. So tell us two, three things that women should know about men. Uh, one thing I think that women really kind of think, uh, at least there's this like, general idea that men are like these like emotionless robots that don't have, uh, that don't like feel deeply 
because we don't express that part of ourselves so easily. Uh, and so I, I notice either from the questions or from conversations that that, that kind of comes up. And I want women to know that that's not true, that men are just as, uh, the men can be just as emotional as women and men feel just as deeply or deeper or whatever. I mean, there's no like level, there's no comparison. We're, we're all human beings. And, and just because we express ourselves in different ways, just because men express themselves differently than women do, doesn't mean that we're different, right? I know we're different, but in a lot of ways, I think we're very much the same. And so I think uh, bringing that sameness and realization that we're all just human beings is is really important. Uh, that's, I would say that's that's one thing. Okay. Um, the other thing is that men don't judge nearly as much as women, I think, think that we do. We get a lot of questions about body and Will guys like me if I have stretch marks? Will men like me if my one left breast is bigger than the right? <laughs> or if I, you know, and there's like all these questions and I feel like I love a woman's body. Like I love women and I love, I like really appreciate a woman's body. When, I, when we're naked and either whether we're having sex or we're just naked in front of each other, I'm not sitting here nitpicking every little part of you, you know? I'm actually in appreciation and really loving you and like looking at and just kind of like, mm, like, oh, I can't, like, yes, like, like excited and, and, and passionate. And so the whole, there's like the, the judgment and the feeling like, oh, let's turn off all the lights or, oh, don't look at this part of me. It's like, no, like, I want to see everything. I want to see everything. Uh, and I'm not judging you. I love every part of you, even the, the, the quote unquote flaws. I mean, what, what human body is perfect? Like, who has a perfect body? That's not even a thing. Even people who are cover models have things, have issues. So uh, the idea that you need to be perfect or that men are going to judge you for something, I think should be thrown out the window as well. And you also talk about, you know, if a woman loves her own body, then that's, that's what matters. And then guys just feel that, you know. They feel that. I can, I, I, I've been around women who maybe I wasn't really attracted to, like, uh, for some, you know, like, I'm just, they're just not my type in some way. But because they love themselves and they're carrying themselves in a very confident, like, oh, like, I love myself way, that to me increased my attraction, regardless of how may, I might have originally felt, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so just having that quality in you, just having that, I think, increases attractiveness like by 37. <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, that brings me to my next question, which is, um, well, give, because, you know, you answer a lot of questions and stuff. What is the, what is one thing that women could do today, let's say, to, to gain that or to, you know, attract the man that she wants to have in her life? What do you think is... Like the, maybe the easiest way uh, that, that we can do today as women <clears throat> to attract great men. <sighs> well, I mean, I would say it's that last thing is to like really kind of really look at yourself. And, and f I, I always call that like feel yourself, right? Uh, so for me, I had this idea that if you live your life in a way where you are doing and the things that you believe, right? We all have beliefs about how to live a great life and how to be a great person and how to and and what you want and and so if you actually live from that then you get what i call like what the, the feeling of doing it like you're doing it and when you're doing it and you're feeling yourself there is like this like aura around you that is like super attractive like people we're all drawn to that whether you're a man or a woman mm -hmm. we're drawn to people that kind of live life in that way and we even kind of celebrate them in our culture at least in western culture and so if you can tap into that which i can't i'm not sure if i can say that it's easy but if you can tap into that 
that is the sexiest thing that you can possibly be. That's just, I don't think there's anything sexier than that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it all comes back to like living your true authentic self, you know, mm -hmm. uh, letting go of the boundaries and mm -hmm. of the, all the faces and saying this is who I am. You know, this is me as a woman. This is what I'm doing. And um, whatever, whether you like it or not, nope. this yes. is me. <laughs> Flaws and all like this is me right. and I'm loving it. And that that feeling, oh, like it's just it's the sexiest thing. Mm. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much for answering these questions. And now we get into another question that I ask all men on the show because uh, it's, it's an interesting one to find out. Um, what is your biggest fear as a man, Obi? <sighs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny that you asked that. I was actually having a conversation with a close guy friend of mine last night. We were talking about fears. Mm. And me and, him and I, are, we're, we're very similar in, in ways that we're kind of reckless, I think. Like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of reckless in the sense that I don't do, I don't act from fear very often. I mean, I'm still human. I still do that every once in a while, but I really don't act from fear much. And, uh, uh, and so when I think about things I'm afraid of, it's not like a thing. It's not like anything external for me. I think I'm afraid of not fully expressing myself. You know, uh, my birthday was just yesterday. And so I'm very conscious of the fact that I'm getting older and, I, the idea if like I can't imagine like I'm, a, I'm I'm afraid of being an old person with regrets, you know, like an older person that didn't feel like he lived his life fully. And so every day I'm like constantly wanting to kind of tap into the thing that I'm most excited about. Like, what am I excited about today? What am I excited about? What do I want to do? And I act from that. And and so I would say that my fear is not doing that, not expressing myself, not letting through what's coming through me. Like there's like. I feel like every person has something in them that's coming through them, that's begging for expression, that wants to be made, wants to be created, wants to be painted, wants to be written, wants to be said. And if, if, if I don't let that out, if I don't do what's necessary to open that up and give that to my, either myself or the world, for me, that's, that's scary because then it dies, it dies in me and we never know where we're going to go, you know? And, so, and here, ladies and gentlemen, you hear the artistic part of Obio Kurugo. <laughs> the, the writer has spoken. <laughs> the artistic expression has spoken itself. Beautiful. Love how you put that. Uh, awesome. Yeah, that, that's really cool. Um, yeah. All right. So now we're going to finish with the last question before we get into this whole surprise in the program thing, uh, which is a funny question. And uh, what was your most embarrassing moment in your sex or dating life? Okay. All right. I'm gonna Let's be really. Let's go. Bold. I'm sure you have a lot of these, so I'm ready. Right. So in my in my past, there was this kind of woman that was a really close friend of mine, but we had a lot of sexual tension with each other. We were both very attracted to each other, but I guess because we were friends, uh, it was very difficult for us to kind of act on that. And I was younger too, so I didn't know. I didn't really know some things, and I didn't really know how to like fully kind of tap into that part. Uh, and so one day we kind of decided to go to Vegas together and uh, we went to go get a, a dual massage together. And so we were both naked for the first time in, in, in a room uh, getting massaged. And the, uh, the, mas the room was really cold. Uh, it was a very cold room. And so uh, I'm not sure if you know what happens to a man's dick when uh, balls, he's or balls when it's cold and like it just got so small it like shrunk <laughs> it got shrinkage and it got like and then and then I had to get up and she was seeing me naked for the first time and I remember she looked oh, down on my no. 
Oh. And that was the first time she saw my dick. And it was like not in its full glory. And I got so embarrassed because I was like, no, in my mind, right? And I couldn't say this out loud, but in my mind, I was like, no, it's not. No, trust me. It's better this than is this. Not, this is not how it looks like. <laughs> this is it. No. And I was just like the whole, I remember we, we were driving back and I was just so, I was so embarrassed and like, I was just like, of all the things that like, I mean, we never, we didn't actually never had, we didn't have sex that, that weekend or anything like that. And I could have been upset about that. But the thing I was most upset about was that she saw my dick without its full fullness. <laughs> and I was just so, I don't know, we, as a guy, I think we're just so conscious of our dicks and our penises. Uh, and, and so I was just, it was, it was very sad. And that so, is, that, is, that for me, well, I, getting, hope over. I hope after that you learn you learn the lesson. You kind of know the techniques and tricks to do when you're in a cold room with a woman. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a funny story. All right. <clears throat> Thanks for sharing that with us and you know being vulnerable and all of that. All right. All right. So I think we're at the end of the interview, Obi. It was a quick one. I don't. I am usually doing like quick interviews and stuff. Uh, but before we say goodbye to you, and I think um, you know, women are interested to know, you have this amazing program called the Boyfriend Recipe. And when I first found out about it, I was like, wow, you put together like a whole recipe for this. There's a sex cookbook, and there's like some other stuff. So yeah, it's a really cool program. And uh, tell us about it. What does it teach women? Why would women want to buy it? Well, the Boyfriend Recipe is a program that will help women uh, who are interested in getting into a relationship uh, ach- achieve that goal, get, get, get the kind of man that they want. And, and what we talk about is we kind of talk about ways, kind of what we talked about in this, in this mm-hmm. podcast, uh, ways that you can open yourself up as a woman to attract men, right? And not to attract just any man, but to attract the right man for you. Because I think that it's... For a lot of women, it's easy to just get attention or to attract yeah, yeah. a man in some way. But is that the kind of thing that you want? Maybe it's just a sexual relationship. Maybe it's just whatever. But how do you get that full, pure, like authentic, vulnerable, like enjoyable relationship that that really kind of brings more value into your life? Uh, and so we we talk in the sex cookbook, in the boyfriend maker videos, and even in the boyfriend recipe, different ways that you can do that to kind of open yourself up to attract the right man for you. Awesome. And um, I mean, when women are, women can go to find this program at meninsideshow.com forward slash boyfriend recipe. It's mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know it's going to redirect to your product. Women can buy it, and this way they can also support the Men Inside Show. So I can uh, produce further and talk to more awesome men like you, <laughs> and help women give them awesome content, tips, and advice. So again, it's um, you can find the boyfriend recipe at meninsideshow.com forward slash boyfriend recipe. So, Obi, this is it for the interview. Um, as I said, it was quick. Thank you so much for sharing the tips and tricks. And I wish you and Dave um, good luck. And you're doing awesome stuff. Thank you. From all the women listening and from all the women in this world, <laughs> I want to thank you for provide, you know, for just answering these questions and being that uh, outlet. For some of the women, I guess this is the only outlet that they, um, they have because there's so much in there and so many insecurities. And uh, yeah, you have a great mission and we are on the same mission together. <laughs> so that's awesome. Thanks so much. Good luck. And uh, yeah. And I look forward to having you on a VZ Panel Radio podcast oh, I'd as well. Lie, so lie, you can, uh, come. I'm you can waiting share. for a VIP uh, invitation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the chariot is on its way with the gold letter. Oh, so. yay! <laughs>
<laughs> expect that shortly by the beach. All right, awesome. All right, thanks, Obi. Bye. All right, cheers. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and you learned a lot. And please let me know what you think about it and leave your review on iTunes for the podcast because you, know, you are listening to the podcast. So go to iTunes and find the Men Inside Show podcast and click five-star rating and then leave a review or leave an honest, uh, constructive feedback because I love going through those as well. And also just to, to let you know that I'm always looking for new ideas, new men to recommend. So if you have anyone, anyone to recommend that you feel that it's interesting, please email me at info at meninsideshow.com. Go to our Facebook page and uh, leave us a message. Also follow us on Instagram because we po- post, well, follow me on Instagram. It's Wanderova, W-A-N-D-E-R-O-V-A. That's Wanderova. And I post, you know, about my life and my travels and about men as well and about the podcast. So go ahead and do that. And also, don't don't forget to subscribe at your free guide to men at meninsideshow.com forward slash guide uh, for your free guide to men video series where I teach you lessons about men and relationships and yourself as well, which is very important. So uh, I'll see you next week with the learnings episode. Uh, this is basically a video that I put together for you from everything I learned from the previous episode. So uh, I'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed it. Leave your feedback, leave your review, message me and follow us on Facebook and let's start the conversation so we can attract uh, great men and have great relationships. And as usual, I'm your host, Anna Rova, and I wish you a week full of amazing men. Ciao!